Let's work. Yo, it's go time, show time, never back in downtime. One shot, yo, make it count, yo. Crunch time, shine time, make this moment my time. Get a grip, yo, ready, set, go. We bring the thunder. Bring the thunder. Step into the spotlight, get lit, yo. Let yourself go. Hard time, hard time, gotta go big time. This is it, yo. Never take no flight time, grind time, take it to the street time. Turn the roof off, get loco. Game time, win time, we gon' bring it home time. No regrets now, let it all go. We bring the thunder. Bring the thunder. Good evening and welcome to Mountain Bears. I'm a sign and of course with tonight is the techie with most of us, Techie Dow. How are you, darling? Oh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How about you? Doing well, doing well. And of course, hello, Miss Brenda. How are you? Yes, hello, Miss Brenda. Oh, what a week. What a week. It's been a week. <laughs> so we're going to take on a few topics tonight and some of them we're going to have a little bit of fun with. Um, but first up, let's take on the one that drives my blood pressure up the wall the most. Oh, this freaking Texas mom that's so scared that she has schizophrenia. No, oh, that's not no. the new story. Oh, what's the new story from Variety? All right, so Texas mom goes viral for warning parents against Hocus Pocus 2. It will unleash hell on your kids and in your home. So Texas mother Jamie Gooch has gone viral after warning parents about the danger of letting their children watch Hocus Pocus 2, which started streaming September 30th on Disney+. The film finds Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najiami. Uh, reprising their roles as the Sanderson sisters, a trio of child-hungry witches, Gooch first warned parents about the film on social and then joined CBS's local Texas affiliate, KWTX, for a now-viral interview. A worst-case scenario is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home, Gooch said. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. Do not watch this film, she continued. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. I mean, I think she's seen Hocus Pocus 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because wasn't that kind of the premise? Um, like, no, it was lighting a black flame candle by a virgin. You know, it was pretty tame. I've not seen well, Hocus Pocus but, 2 yet. But part of it was the spell was turned into a song. Yes. If I remember right. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she thinks she has a point. Yeah. Like, she watched Hocus Pocus 1. She's a little confused. She's very confused. Very, very, very confused. Like, oh, someone yeah. get her some medical help. Guys, come on. If spellcasting was that easy, just put it through your TV. I would like to, like, I don't know, 
really get into this type of magic because apparently Hollywood's been doing it for years. And then they introduced reality TV. Well, you know. Well, Brenda says making a list of shows to watch if just watching things brings them to me. Oh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, you know, lifestyles for rich and famous. I'm sorry. Can we just start off with the fact that in the 90s, if just watching things brought them to you, like the number of people who would have gotten Pamela Anderson from Baywatch? Like, I'm sure many a straight teenage boy watched that show on endless repeat, uh-huh. hoping for just that. Well, you know, I'm just wondering where my Michael Knight is if they're just watching it brought it to me. I should have a Corvette in the yard and a <laughs> nice, dark-haired, thick-bodied man in the front porch. Or a long-haired, thick-bodied man carrying around a sword going, there can be only one. Well, there's that. There's that. Um, but no, I it doesn't work that way. Uh-huh. I mean, not... Yeah. That's no. not the... No. Not how it works. But, you I know, mean, I have so well, many lists of shows. I don't know. I, I guess I should should ask a question then. Uh-huh. Because we're, we're, we are poo-pooing her. Um, but like, so where would that put like, cause like you're able to do like network readings, mm-hmm. you're able to do zoom readings. Mm-hmm. Um, all that's cool. Um, you know, and that includes like mediumship and all that. Um, and then like, so, but typically when we start talking about like the serious occult of like Ouija boards and bringing demons into your house and summoning and all this. I, would a Ouija board like, over Zoom work? Can you I Zoom a Ouija board? Ouija work over Zoom, but I haven't had one break through a window yet during in a client's house. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just sitting here trying to be like, okay, does she have a point? Could she have a point? About the only way she could have a point is if she is trying to believe in the law of attraction coded in some weird Christo-Pagan viewpoint that what you watch reflects what you have. You know, the outside reflects the inside, which reflects the outside. I do not get it, but that is the only way it could be happening. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it goes a little far because I think, like, I, is there anyone that seriously thinks Hocus Pocus was meant to be anything more than entertainment? True. I mean, one and two. Practical magic that actually used real spells. Okay. And still. And still, there is no frog jumping around. There are still very few husbands missing. Well, that that can't be accounted for in normal ways. Exactly. You know, the price of Belladonna has not spiked. Yeah, I'm figuring like a couple of seasons of like Buffy and Charmed and yeah, like we should all be overrun. Please. Like the world should be overrun. Because do you know how hard Charm got put into like repeat? Like, good God, TNT ran that, like, nonstop. Right. But, you know, on the other page of this, mm-hmm. more interesting page of this, if it was true, 
if it was, if this was even close to being true, and Disney was teaching your children how to be witches. <laughs> um, Brenda points out Disney put out a Socus Pocus spell book with this movie. That should make her lose her mind. <laughs> Yay! Does it have a spell for hot chocolate again? Well, and then we've heard the same thing on um, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like that got banned by so many evangelicals for just no, it's witchcraft, it's demonic, it's horrible, it's blah 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 right. blah. On down the line, I just say I hope it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like I do, I hope Hocus Pocus Two is a good movie. The first one was pretty decent. Like it was right. good entertainment. Like, Hocus Pocus 2 was a good movie. It was one of the ones that I saw in theater. Um, I plan on seeing this one as soon as I have time and we find the streaming service that has it. So I'm not paying for Disney+. Plus. No. No. Like, mm. We'll have more about that in a minute. But, uh, actually, late in the show. But, um, so, yeah. Yeah. But no, I just yeah. Like Why? insanity is insanity upon insanity, and we need to stop. We need to talk about mental illness. We need to be full frontal. Let's take care of mental illness. Let's stop showing it on the six o'clock news. Well, but here's the thing though, like, cause I even remember back. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had not quite evangelical neighbors, mm-hmm. but far enough down the Baptist hole mm-hmm. that, like, there's no hope they'll ever see this. <laughs> like, for starters, there's no hope. Um, but even even if they did, I think they could agree. Shannon, darling, how are you? Nice to meet you have arrived. Um, but, like, they wouldn't have cable in their home. They had a stack of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember, like, you know, bed knobs and broomsticks was was, was a constant play for them for many yeah. years. Yes, and another going... wonderful spell based movie. Yeah, and actually, a really demonstration of the craft teaching at the time. Well, there's that, and then you know, uh, Mary Poppins that was big in their household, mm-hmm. like. I'm sorry, I still kind of think that movie's a little bit of an acid dream, but, you know, that's just me. No, honey, get with the times. A spoonful of sugar, it's cocaine, baby. Cocaine. (laughs) Ooh. 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 I think you've done too much if you start seeing dancing penguins. Like, that's just, mm mm-mm, you've gone too far. Anywho. Anywho. But no, I mean, I don't think they would have had quite this reaction to Hocus Pocus 2. Like, I'm pretty sure their grandkids are going to see Hocus Pocus 2. Right. Without any, like, blowback. No. Oh, it's called Shrooms. Oh, yeah. No, during Victorian times, Shrooms were not the fashionable thing. Cocaine was the fashionable thing. with Or opium. Or opium. Opium Victorian. Good. Good set up there, yes. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was a nice little combo. Because, I mean, like, Victorian era, 
Exactly. Like yeah. you, you had over the counter like cocaine mm-hmm. and morph, uh, morphine and yeah, you have some options there. Laudanum, yes. Laudanum's always mm-hmm. made out to be fun. Well, we uh, never know. All right, so let's take on the uh, next earthquaking childhood movie. Prepare to have the plan destroyed. Okay. Scooby-Doo confirms Velma being a lesbian and seriously upsets the far right. Hello, Warner Brothers. Thank you for coming <laughs> to the table. Yeah, drop that one over to me. It's in your private chat. Okay, I'm waiting for it. It's already here. It's the top story. What? No, it's Hocus Pocus is the top one. But okay, here we go. I'll send it back over. Thank you. (sighs) Hey, Devin. Hello, Devin, darling. Uh, There we go. Now I can get to it. Ruh-roh, Scooby-Doo's Velma being a lesbian is seriously upsetting the far right. Warner Brothers confirming the Velma is queer has had the usual far right pundits yelling, Zoinks! Various far right political pundits and organizations metaphorically tore their hair out after a recent clip from the newly released Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo um, confirmed that Velma Dinkley is canonically a lesbian. Anyone surprised? No. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone surprised that Velma is a lesbian? No. Like, I'm sorry. And, like, I know lesbians that have basically patterned their look off of her well, for years. Just, yeah. Like, the glasses, the haircut, the, the, the whole look. Uh-huh. Oh. Anyway. The clip, which completely broke the queer corner of the internet, showed Velma gushing over the newly introduced character, Coco Diablo, in the overly analytical way that only she could. Mm-hmm. With steamed glasses and mouth agape, the Mystery Inc.'s brainiac listed off the character's amazing turtleneck and incredible glasses in a segment so adorably romantic it could have dropped off the back of a Nora Roberts novel. Oh, but some, including far-right pundit Steven Crowder, weren't impressed with the idea of two fictional characters being gay. In a clip from an episode of Louder with Crowder, Crowder remarked, if we're going to bitch about appropriation, why do you need to take a straight character, ha, you assumed, and make her lesbian? Quote, just go make your own. It's not our fault. People don't want to watch it just because we don't want to watch a bunch of cartoon women shop at Bass Pro. Ooh. He continued in a baffingly, uh, bafflingly confusing dig at lesbians over fishing, apparently. Additionally, Fox News dipped its toes in the outrage ocean with a segment dubbed... Scooby-Doo goes woke when Velma comes out as gay, where several different pundits came on to give the exact same opinion. The lesbian fictional character is bad. (sighs) 
but historically, Velma has been an underground LGBTQ plus icon for years. Mm -hmm. Even during the pre-scripting stage of the 2002 live-action Scooby-Doo film, mm -hmm. director James Gunn said he wanted Velma to be explicitly gay. Right. In 2001, Velma was explicitly gay in my initial script, but the studio just kept watering it down and watering it down, becoming a ambiguous than nothing and finally having a boyfriend mm -hmm. additionally a producer behind the 2010 cartoon series scooby-doo mystery incorporated wrote that velma is definitely 100 gay we always planned on velma acting a little off and out of character while she was dating shaggy because that relationship was wrong for her and she had unspoken difficulty with the why Yes, no, I'm just white, waiting for Shaggy to come out and be a pup. You know... It, 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 careful. Yeah. <laughs> like, it... No, I don't want to go there. <laughs> like, that's too far. That's <laughs> where I'm at with it. Like, no, that's just, mm -mm, yeah. It makes well, total... because then it, like, what is Scrappy, their love child? No. What? Shaggy, as a pup, finds a nice daddy. He hangs out with Scooby. Mm -hmm. It makes total sense there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, all right, we have Facebook user, um, I don't know if that's Kathy or not, um, but Facebook user says, I saw an article about that woman, I was so annoyed, people spread unnecessary fear as a result of willful ignorance, it is shameful, family members of mine act holier than thou because they call themselves Christian, but they are cruel beings who are a slap in the face to the truly good ones. Here, here. Um, so Devin always thought she was asexual. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shannon says, no, but if they really want to upset the right and have them losing their shit should make Fred gay. Oh, <laughs> oh, you don't know how many times that has been done. Ooh, that would be an interesting thoughtful going on there. Uh, you know, there's a few, yeah, there's a lot going mm -hmm. on there. Oh, Darls, I'm just going to go ahead and block you, buddy. Because... No, that one's cool for a moment. Oh, that one's cool? Okay. Yeah, they were cool last night. Okay, okay, okay. I'll let that go then. Yeah. Sorry, sometimes. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, Brenda goes on with, yay, Velma needed a girlfriend. Fred had Daphne and Scooby and Shaggy were Sooners more interested in Scooby Snacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. But no, I mean, I just, I don't know how the hell you grew up watching Scooby-Doo and you didn't think Velma was a lesbian. I don't know either. How did you miss that? Right. Like, you hadn't noticed, like, every lesbian you met in your life has a tendency to remind you of Velma? Smart, intelligent, well-dressed. Usually a little nerdy and has glasses. Yeah. Right. 
Oh, Shannon says, just to make my mom mad, I'd say, you know how Daphne and Fred are always fixing their hair and clothes when they come out of the room? What if Fred was just trying on her dress and they had to switch back in a hurry? He threatened me with a belt. Oh, goodness. It's a theory. It's a theory. It's a theory. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't know how um, happy I am at the moment. Like, I don't know. Some of these things, some of the stuff that has come out over the years, I'm just like, did we need that? Did we need that? Oh, to finally, like, like finally throw Velma out of the closet? Yeah. I don't know that the, I, like, I don't know that the community needed it. Yeah. Like... I don't know, but then again, I say that as someone in that that is now hit forty, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, we always knew, yeah. <laughs> we always knew, right. everyone knew. Mm-hmm. Like I understand more, like straight guys getting ticked off over Elvira, right? You know, like she played that well, and right. that that worked out well in her favor. Like she spent years. Mm-hmm. years like making money off of straight dudes. Right. I appreciate that. I do. Um, Just for it to finally come out that, oh yeah, she's a lesbian. Right. And it's kind of like, I don't know that I knew that one, but it was like, oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. Just as a reminder, those in West Virginia, please remember to make sure that you are giving um, Montgomery County School Board some information. Do so by easily visiting my profile and sending them a meme. Or also, you know, being, you know, so kind to write a letter or give them a phone call about the... um, Pride flags in schools. Oh, Elvira. Oh, I'm trying to figure out. So I thought Devin was saying that differently at first. So Devin said Elvira didn't know. Oh, and I read that as Elvira. Uh huh. Comma. And then I read it with like an included I. Uh-huh. No, and yeah. then but she goes on to say she just happened to fall uh, in love with her female trainer. Uh-huh. True, and True. has had a very successful relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, she's had a pretty decent career. Uh-huh. Like it started a little rough, probably a little rocky in the middle. Um, but then she's had a great long term career, and like talk about get your money, girl. Mm-hmm. Like she, like stuck around for so long with that studio, mm-hmm. just slowly, like not getting raises, but right. slowly whittling away all the rights to Elvira. Right. So she owns it all. Right. All the merchandising, all of the imaging, all of the <laughs> like every bit of it, lock, stock, and barrel. Like, she can do whatever she wants to with the character. She owns right. it. It's like, oh, that is awesome. Right. Oh, yeah. The interviews with her are amazing. 
Yeah, she is one of the uh, like I'm sorry, she's one of the hardest working characters out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and has stuck to character and stuck to form and stuck to everything else. Oh yeah, she even got her own movie. I mean, hi, and that was at a point in which like that was probably like, uh, how the hell did this happen? Because Not- she still worked. She still showed up for cons, and still today. Slaps on that evening gown and goes out to a con here and there and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she works. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also the advantages of owning that character and, and keeping that audience locked on to the character. All right. You know what I mean? Is that, like, you know, hi. All right. This is, this is a moneymaker. All right. So, I don't know. She, oh, and yeah, she's doing great for seven, what, 70 plus now, isn't she? I don't know. Um, hold on. I just had a thing up. Um, yeah, so she's like 71 now. She is 71 years old. Yeah. Lives in Manhattan, Kansas. Partner is Teresa <laughs> Wilson. Um, spouse was Mark Parison. She is 5'7". Um, That's got to be without the heels. Oh, well, of course. She's got to be every bit of six foot in those heels. Yeah. Um, well, plus the hair. Well, it depends on the hairstyle because it has gone up and down. True. True. Um see what she's up to. We love the Twitters. <laughs> oh, I am sure those are a trip. Mm-hmm. Well, she does a lot of retweeting. Uh, yeah, this year she's in New York City at the Real Elvira and the original Funko team-up fun, fun event on the 6th. Sweet! Signing um, the um, oh, whatever those big head doll things are. Bobblehead. She oh that's right, she got a bobblehead. Yeah, she got a Pompco bobblehead. Okay. I'm sure somewhere in the universe my, my spine surgeons are just having a twinge of like there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yeah, the Funko Pop. Yep. Yas. Oh, she's going to be hosting a Transylvania tour. Ooh. Well, Devin says, my kids always tell me I'm gay for Elvira. LOL. These kids are mine. Uh-huh. Like, if they what? would even understand the connection of that relationship. Hey, you know, like, she's pretty awesome. She is. And her partner does exactly what her partner's always done, which is not to be in the spotlight. Hey, there you go. No, she is still traveling, still signing, still talking, still loving her fans, still hosting shows. And this was all fake. She thought it was just going to be a local cable network thing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what it started as. They like, she almost didn't get this. Like, she almost didn't go to get uh, uh, to audition. Mm hmm. 
Like, she thought it was just a total, you know, waste of her time. Right. Like, she was this close to leaving acting entirely. Right. And then she walks into this, gets cast for this, and, like, it has turned into a life. Mm Mm-hmm. A very good life. Because she's been doing this for, what, 40 years? 40, at least. Yeah. Like 1970 to present. Damn, 50 years is Elvira. That's a thing. Yeah. Like, and still looking wow. amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's still rocking it. She's still got it. Mm-hmm. Like, she she can literally play this character and like hell, she might as well just play in for her burial to be in a like old school black red line coffin and she's totally decked out well you never know she may already be i'm just saying like that's that's like i don't know how anyone could show up Mm -hmm. for her funeral Mm -hmm. and not just expect right mistress of the dark right is gonna be there Mm mm-hmm Uh, So let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be discussing some amendments. Yes. Hi, I'm Dottie the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos all related to trying to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So, you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E, the psychic.com. Safe travel and much profit to you. Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Van chooses from submitted photos a featured reader for her Facebook page and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit TracyBan.com, T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N.com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next. Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the High Priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal. And I work with um, access bars, Reiki, I 
do power forms. I'm recently getting into crystal healing, sound therapy as well. So you can go to Lady Gwendolyn Healing. That is L-A-D-Y-G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com. Book your appointment with me. I do in person. I do over the phone. I do over Zoom. We can do that as well. Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there I'm still going through it and I let my strength help guide you see you soon hey everybody Natalie here from the pendulums path if you are in need of guidance direction spiritual connection healing or more you have come to the right place I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumspath.com, visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, bombs, mystery boxes, and more. And visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one session with me or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path and let's get you back on the right track today. Welcome back. All right. So for those, they do this every damn election. They sneak in these little things and you don't exactly understand what they're talking about because they give you an inch, like a two sentence to describe it. Well, yeah. Describe the red circle-y thing that bounces. Yes for ball, B for heart. Yeah. So what's, yeah. Yeah. And usually all they put is the summary of purpose not mm-hmm. the actual full text of the amendment and mm-hmm. the summary of purposes like and i know that we've had some issues in the past with like confusing summaries to where mm-hmm. when you read them you don't know what yes or no does right so it's always very important to be very very careful that you know before election day what these amendments are and what your vote, yes or no, mm-hmm. is going to actually do. Right. Because um, I think there was one a couple of years back, at least uh, I, it, was, it may not have been a state uh, ballot amendment, but it was um, at least in our local Mercer County election. It was like double negatives. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard to tell if you were voting for it or against it. And I believe that one, they they had some serious challenges out of it. Right. Because it was so damn confusing, no one knew what the hell they voted for. Right. If they voted for the amendment, which was not clear whether you were voting for it or against it. Right. And it was just like, what? (sighs) It was a very tricky one. Um, So, yeah. So I got a fun little phone call the other day um, mm-hmm. from from a friend and a client, um, mm-hmm. as in the same person, their friend and a client, and um, they were letting me know about this ahead of the election, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. 
So there's four amendments. Amendment number one is clarification of the judiciary's role in impeachment proceedings amendment. So the summary of purpose is clarifying that courts have no authority or jurisdiction to intercede or intervene in or interfere with impeachment proceedings of the House of Delegates or the Senate and specifying that a judgment rendered by the Senate following an impeachment trial is not reviewable by any court of this state. If you vote yes, you agree with that, that no, under no circumstances, can an impeached official uh, appeal that to any court of law in the state of West Virginia for consideration? If you vote no, you are disagreeing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. That's, yeah. So what that basically does is this is a nice little power play that would allow an impeachment proceeding to begin um, Mm -hmm. by... any party that, let's say, is close to a super majority in right. a state that wants to target any elected official, mm-hmm. um, wants to take them out with mm-hmm. no recourse. Right. That if they trump up charges and they then, um, you know, are able to prove those charges false. There's nothing that impeached elected official can do to um, appeal that. Uh They're just out of the House or Senate. Right. Or any other elected position. Right. Including governor. If we get a Republican House, a Republican Senate, but a Democratic governor, Mm -hmm. they can move to impeach him. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that one, I like, again, not going to tell you how to vote exactly, but I want you to understand what you're voting for mm-hmm. or against. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of people should just know what you're right. voting for and how that can be used against you. Right. Or used for you. Um, and that's a sword that will cut both ways. Like, right now, it may sound great to get rid of that stupid liberal Mm -hmm. or that stupid Republican, um, but that's a knife that can swing the other way, too. Right. So be very, very careful giving someone that kind of power. Well, and I think that, you know, the original settlement of agreements was a balance of power. Because the impeachment mm-hmm. process was supposed to be held by the judicial system. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are now seeing right-wingers use this to their advantage and stack courts and stack judges. Um, you know, and apparently trying to stack the dating app, but we'll get to that one. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, so amendment number two is property tax modernization amendment. Mm -hmm. Um, The summary of purpose is to amend the state constitution by providing the legislature with authority to exempt tangible machinery and equipment, personal property, directly used in business activity, and tangible inventory, personal property, directly used in business activity, 
and personal property tax on motor vehicles from ad valorem property taxation by general law. So <laughs> this one's a fun one. It's a big giant handout mm -hmm. to Jim Justice, mm -hmm. who doesn't want this. So, so I've heard does not want this and has said this would be a giant handout to him. He could exempt every single asset he virtually has right. as a business asset. Mm -hmm. um, and he won't pay any taxes on it. Every single mine, every single, you, you name it. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he would not be paying any taxes under this, potentially. Mm-hmm. Potentially, at least the way I understand it, right. um, on anything inside the Greenbrier. Right. Not a single bit of it. Yeah. Not a single thing. Yeah. Basically, you could turn your house into a business as long as you do business activities there. Mm -hmm. Give it to the business. Mm -hmm. And it stands on no property taxes. This is going to sink your yep. local governments. Meanwhile, there's the uh, personal property tax on mo motor vehicles, which does not have a required business activity. Um, it doesn't have a business activity requirement. Mm -hmm. So this is the freebie for everyone else. Right. This is the scrap off the table is you will not pay property taxes on your motor vehicle. Right. Um process that for a second like that that I, and i can see the incentive for people to vote for that one is i don't want to pay property taxes on my fucking vehicle do you want to pay property taxes on your vehicle i don't all right i get it but as you do that you're going to rob this state of a massive amount of taxes right and we're going to anyone you see businesses go through buy up crap as investment properties, declare it a business asset, and therefore not pay property, not have to pay taxes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, this was just handing it more to the mine bosses. Your mine um, bosses will not have to pay property taxes. Your business owners won't have to pay property taxes. Every single, like, this is a handout uh, or self-dealing moment mm -hmm. for probably about everyone right. in the state Senate and the state legislature. Well, the right. state legislature as a whole. Right. The House of Delegates and the Senate is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, in the state of West Virginia, this is some self-dealing bullshit. Right. They will put everything they own into a corporation if they haven't done it already because the property or because the taxes are lower anyway. Right. Um, but they will not be paying taxes on the property they own. Right. They will find a way. Because more importantly, always keep in mind, um, the IRS has done said. Mm-hmm the more complicated the taxes get, the less likely they are to audit. Right. Because they can't. They can't figure it out. Right. They don't have the resources to fight it. So, <laughs> no one under, you know, uh, probably $5 million of, uh, uh, oh. Ah, the word went right out of my head. Um, 
no one with five million or or less in assets mm-hmm. um is ever going to benefit from this other than not paying property taxes on your car but that, at the same time you're gonna have to go through more cars because the property taxes for your car are airmarked for roads mm-hmm. how so, are we paying yeah. for roads yeah. How are we paying for roads? How are we going to, you know, <clears throat> another reason for the keep the tolls on the roads that were supposed mm-hmm. to be removed in 1979. Mm-hmm. Brenda, you remember that? They said, oh, these aren't permanent. <laughs> we'll have tolls on the right. road for all time. Right. Now, the next two, the next two are the ones that all the, the like first two are the warm up for the main act. Mm hmm. All right, so amendment number three, incorporation of churches or religious denominations amendment. Summary of purpose is short, sweet, and to the point to authorize the incorporation of churches or religious denominations. Mm -hmm. All right, now here's where the actual article gets into things. Uh, provision, this is uh, subsection 47, incorporation of the religious denominations permitted. Provisions may be made by general laws for securing the title of church property and for the sale and transfer thereof so that it shall be held, used, or transferred for the purposes of such church or religious denomination. Provisions may also be made by general laws for the incorporation of uh, churches or religious denominations. Property is your keyword. Mm-hmm. Doesn't specify what property. All right. Um, what the what what has been said that can be done with this is you can sit here and have a church in your five hundred one protected status mm-hmm. tax exemption mm-hmm. that can then turn around and take its property mm-hmm. like liquid cash is a property and transfer that into a super PAC. Right, they can transfer that um, money for political donation. Right, they continue to to you know get all the benefits that their five hundred one status is supposed to to um, you know give them with an exemption, so that their money can go to helping the needy, the poor, the whomever. Right. And instead, they can sit there and um, stump for politicians in the pulpit right? while taking donations to the church tax-free right? and move those towards those political candidates. Right. Hi, what the hell? This one is so vaguely worded. Well, it's so that churches can't be sued. But also, here's the thing. They can actually get, if they begin political action, they lose their 501c. They cannot be a political active and keep their 501c. Right. But if you separate out the incorporated portion of the church Uh from the 501 portion of the church... Mm -hmm then you can have your cake, eat it too. Exactly. Is one is acting as a corporation that has federally protected free speech in the Mm -hmm. form of money. Mm -hmm. 
um, that they can donate and and do whatever they want to with right. to support candidates. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what that what Amendment Three will effectively do. Right. So so far, I'm hearing three no's. What is number four? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know, I thought the previous one was going to be the worst one. Uh-huh. I really did. I thought that was the worst one. Mm-hmm. Like Citizens United, but for Citizens United Methodist Church, basically. Uh-huh. Um, is what I heard for number three. Number four is where my head exploded. Right. Amendment number four, education accountability amendment. The purpose of this amendment is to clarify that the rules and policies promulgated by the State Board of Education are subject to legislative review, approval, amendment, or rejection. The State Board of Education... Mm -hmm. Their rules and policies mm-hmm. are subject to legislative review, approval, amendment, or rejection. Meaning the state legislature will control the school system entirely for every single rule and policy. Right. They can review that policy. They can approve that policy. They can amend that policy. They can reject that policy. Mm-hmm. We're talking everything from the situation in Morgantown mm-hmm. to uh, with with the pride flag removal. Um, right now, that wouldn't have been handled by uh, Monongalia School Systems or the West Virginia State Board of Education. Mm-hmm. That would have been handled by the West Virginia State Legislature. They can't figure out which bathroom they'll use. Right. They can't figure out which bathroom they'll use. Mm-hmm. Again. Now, they are trying to strip local government from their powers at B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we would have zero. So basically, every time you have a situation like what happened in Morgantown mm-hmm. um, with removing pride flags, right. that won't happen at an individual school, individual county uh, board of education level. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen statewide. Right. So it wouldn't have been, you know, a a bunch of pissed off Karens talking about some fucking political speech in the form of a pride flag. Right. Doing this at a local school board meeting and getting backing and that that being removed from one, you know, uh, uh, school system. Right. That would have happened simultaneously at the state legislative level for Mm -hmm. all 55 counties. Every single school would have been immediately prohibited Mm -hmm. from having pride flags. Right. I think we can all agree that with current makeup, that would have been exactly what happened. Yes. Exactly what happened. Yes. Yes. And see, this even takes it a bigger level. And this takes it out of the prod rod, like, let's take this into the accessibility debate. Mm-hmm. Okay? In different school districts have accessibility laws and abilities to make things accessible for children. 
This could be anything from remote school programs that are acceptable in that board, that center. This could be homeschooling programs. This could be your, you know, non-religious after-school activities that are religious. All that goes straight to the legislature. Mm-hmm. It has to go through both the House and Senate to get approved. Why have a school board if our school Senate is doing it? Why have an elected school board if all they're going to do is work together as a 55-county group right. to create policies and procedures mm-hmm. and rules to forward to the state right. to pick them apart based on their political agenda? Exactly. Like cool. Because that's what it's going to be. Our school boards will become a, a, a giant think tank. Right. Of 55 counties trying to agree mm-hmm. on uh, on one set of policies and procedures to send to the state right. that will uniformly dump those on every single school system. Right. Regardless of whether it's actually applicable. Right. Like, what the hell? What yeah. the hell? And this is also like our current makeup. Just excuse me for one second on that one. Please keep in mind, um, it is already one of the most conservative, backwoods, Mm -hmm. screwed up group Mm -hmm. of people who think that, you know, concealed carry without a permit's cool. Mm -hmm. Ban trans athletes, that's cool. Right. Um, you know, like, hi, hi, these are the people you, you want setting dress codes. Yeah. Cause that's what they'll be doing. They'll be setting dress codes. They'll be setting like overdue library, uh, school library fines Mm -hmm. for 55 counties. Mm -hmm. We're already ranked number 41 in the country. Number 41 out of yeah, we're that high. 41. This would turn our school system into lower than that. You know. Easily overnight. New Mexico, you know, is ranked number 50, the worst educational system in the country. Mm-hmm. We'd be sitting there again. Oh, so uh, Shannon says, I was getting a shower, but listening, part of the reason justice doesn't want that amendment to pass is because Democratic business owners invest more and use more expensive equipment and pay more towards taxes. If they can get out of paying those taxes, they'll be losing out on way more taxes than if just the Republican business owners were doing that. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, that. I don't know. I like if you vote for these amendments, that's your choice. Any of them, and I'm not saying that on a few of them, I can't understand why someone would want to. Mm-hmm. I can understand why someone would want to. Mm-hmm. I just urge you to really seriously consider the knife swings both ways. Right. Well, we were discussing it. The one about rolling everything into a business and turning all the assets over to the business. We already have to form an LLC anyhow for the house. True. The car's in there too. Boom. It's business property. Well, actually, don't even have to. Yeah. 
don't even have to like every personal property uh, personal motor vehicle property tax would would disappear right but see doing throwing it into the business would mm -hmm. also make it available to be tax exempt sales tax exempt oh yeah well there's that yeah oh yeah man yeah yeah shannon brings up a good point as for what they're trying to do with school approval amendment stuff it makes an argument for saying well so you're fine with the national level that wants to do that watch them backpedal so fast yeah yeah i think they would i think the idea mm -hmm. of the the united states house of representatives mm -hmm. and the u.s senate right making policy procedure and approving and rejecting of such would make their heads explode. Right. Like, oh, 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 no, no, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I, again, I can kind of understand why someone would want to vote for these or be swayed to vote for these. I really urge you to think long and hard about these. Yeah. Because this is a lot of power. Like, if you vote for all four amendments, you've given a lot of power to the state uh, legislature of West Virginia. That it could not agree for two legislative sessions and one special session which bathroom mm -hmm. your children should be allowed to use. Yep. I'm sure your kids will enjoy waiting two years to go to the bathroom. I'm sure I'm sure the schools will just have a field day. Mm -hmm. A field day. Waiting for approval to fix an air conditioner. Mm-hmm. Because it has to go through the legislation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. Um, there's also some additional points to be made for, like, amendment number two. It's a really long amendment. Uh-huh. How much filth um, do they pack into it? Oh, there's a lot of things there. Um, because as I remember it, there's also a, uh, a portion of this that would effectively um, pull county taxes up to the state level mm -hmm. for distribution by the state legislature. Right. So the county individually loses its ability to allocate its own tax revenue. Right. And you can move money any which way you want to. Right. You can take it from a richer county and give it to a poorer county, or you can just decide, screw Mingo County. Yeah. We don't need them. We'll take their money mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll put a new roof on the Capitol. All right. Like, sorry, Mingo County, you lost. But thanks for paying. All right. Yeah. But no, these are, these these are, are very heft up. So, as we will remind you, mm -hmm. the election day is coming. Get to know your votes. Get to use your vote. Make sure you know your polling place. Mm-hmm. You have to be registered by October 18th at the absolute positively latest. If you have not done so already, please, 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 please go to sos.wv.gov. 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's sos.wv.gov. That is Secretary of State website. Um, and check your voter registration. Please, 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 before October 18th, check your registration so that you have time. All right. If for any reason you have been removed from uh, from the voting rolls, right. which can happen. All right. Um, and has happened. Yes. Um, especially under this legislature, which has pushed really hard to do voter dumping. Yes. Um, please go register right. your, to vote. Go check your registration if you've already been right. registered. You voted for eighty years. Check it anyway. Yes. Like, especially if you've been voting for 80 years. Yes. Like, because that means you're roughly 98. Right. Um, they love dumping you off the voter rolls. Right. They assume you're dead. Please oh. go prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. And I would assume since I got mail today and we need to kind of pre-warn <laughs> people... Oh, oh, can I start where, can, can I share, can I share, can, yes. I, share, can I be, share, get, breaking news, psychic network employee selected for jury duty, we are opening batting, yes, <laughs> I'm voting on how many minutes until he is thrown out of the courthouse. Because I cannot imagine, but apparently you have managed to serve on one jury before. I just don't know how anyone, like, I just, I I can't imagine, I would love to be a fly on the wall for the conversation though, but imagine like both sides trying to decide whether or not the psychic Mm -hmm. is going to make a good juror. Like, I would be sitting there like, mm-mm, no. <laughs> mm-mm, no. The no. uh, current odds are 10 to 1, and I'll get thrown in jail for contempt of court or sued for slander and libel. Um, the other one is odds are 20 to 1 that I will um, be the second juror removed after the 80-year-old woman. I'm I'm just I I can't imagine this going well. It will because be there's a space for occupation and it's like, you know, hi, you're under penalty of perjury. Yes, I'm gonna actually put what you I do. Have to put what you do for a living. Like this is not a time to be writing in life coach. Uh no. Like, I mean, it is part of what you do. Don't get don't get us wrong. Right. But it's like that's misleading in this instance. Right. <laughs> like that's a job you have. Right. But then the other one is probably the one you really want to mention. Yeah. Oh, Brenda says that should terrify the hell out of the lawyers. Judge will be going, my name is not to be in your mouth. (laughs) Oh, Shannon says, if you're in a court that lets jurors ask questions, just ask a ton of questions during voir dire and get kicked out. Oh, no, I'll be asking questions that are to the case, like to the prosecuting attorney. Just how many affairs are you currently having? Because we've known you've had three in the past. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't even know whether I show up and bail you out for that one or if I just wait till they let you come home. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't want to have to be the one that has to go in front of a judge and, and just be like, yeah. <sighs> yep. That one's with me. <laughs> yep. How much is the bail? <laughs> well, you know, contempt of court contempt of court charges aren't that much in this day. You'll make that much off the betting pool. <laughs> oh, I figure it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. There's no way it's not gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I have to show up on November the 4th. If we go into court, we will have to figure out what I can do, and there may be stories that we cannot cover, or there may be nights I may not be on air. Just a pre-warning. Yeah. Well, at least we get a few more days. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's take our top of the hour break, and when we come back, let's talk about this new dating app we should go get on. Ooh. Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org. Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic, and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, let's just figure it out. Bye. Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Ace and Knight, some of the best psychics in West Virginia, to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. 
We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at PCSBnetwork.com today. Hi, I'm Ace and Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, if you'd like to get a reading from me privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site. Great for a quick answer question. Alright guys, back to the show. Enjoy! All right, so this one comes to us, and it's quite interesting. Oh, yeah. So straight only uh, MAGA dating app launches, and shock, it's just men. A conservative dating app founded by former Trump staff and right-wingers has been released, and it looks like only the MAGA men are interested. The Right Stuff, which has been backed by PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel, promised right-wing romantics the chance to meet their true love through profiles without pronouns. And the apparently amazing icebreaker of complaining about left-wing politics. A promotional video for the app, unironically titled What Women Want, showcased several conservative women reading out strange criteria for their ideal date, which usually ended in a dig at liberal men. Quote, for me, at least I know we're going to start off with some shared values, one said, with another saying, I just prefer my men to be masculine. The exceptionally cringeworthy video then finishes with all seven women stating that an instant deal breaker is their date being a Democrat. But according to reviews after launching on Tuesday, October 4th, It might be taking the masculine angle too far, with several people complaining that there are essentially no women currently using the service. The app currently sits at a 1.9 star rating from 367 reviews, an overwhelming amount of which are one star. These days, it's hard to find a woman who values my patriotism, one reviewer said. But the weird thing is, I couldn't find any women on it. I don't know. Maybe the app is bugged. Yeah, I just you know went over and checked out the updated review apps. (laughs) (laughs) It's number seventy-two in lifestyles, by the way. So you may have to search for it a bit. May have to scroll. May have to scroll a little. Um, what has its star rating gone up, Penny? 1.9. (laughs) So, yeah, it's been getting some lovely other or some other lovely feedback it's been getting was I was surprised to see that this app is actually more liberal than I could imagine. There are conservatives out there who aren't Christian. I hate this app. Mm hmm. 
One user called it a socialist app in wolves clothing, claiming it was storing photos in a database that would be used to, quote, exterminate all of us conservative Christians. And apparently a few more than a few people have found themselves in trouble with the FBI regarding the January 6th Capitol insurrection. They have uh, met local officers um, regarding domestic terrorism. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, others were merely frustrated with the app itself, saying that it is invite-only system, which only allows users access through a verified invite. No. Um, stupid invite. Uh, stupid to have to be invited unless you refer three other people. Who will join? I've heard that. Oh, so this is Pyramid Scheme. Um, and apparently they're also requiring your phone number. Oh, fun. Yes. The system Meanwhile, requires oh, your phone number. Oh, fun. Now, if we make it no buzz about it, we're on many dating apps. Oh, yeah. Do any of them require your phone number? Uh, I think one does. It's not so much a requirement, but the app gets a little wonky until you put it in. Right. And then it's like, okay, fine, I'll shut up now. Yeah. And I think that has more to do with being able to recover messages. Right. By tying it to a phone number. Instead right. of just a username. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, so meanwhile, this article goes on to point out, it's also no surprise that the platform doesn't offer LGBTQ plus options, despite billionaire founder mm-hmm. uh, Peter Thiel being in a same-sex marriage. Oh, so yeah, of course, uh, the right stuff has claimed that the reports of police and FBI contact were just people trolling, while the FBI declined to comment. Exactly. Interesting. 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 Dude. All right. So are you an asshole? Oh, goodness. Am I the asshole for not showing up to the birthday party that my husband planned for me? I did kind of pick this one at random, so hang on for the ride. So my husband is a jokester and a prankster. He has a habit of pulling pranks, especially on my birthdays. He judges my reactions as overreactions and says I should loosen up and be extra happy because he thinks he's making my birthdays extra funny. But it actually upset me and put me in a position where I get laughed at and recorded by his family. He planned for my 26th birthday this past week, which was held at a restaurant. I told him I wouldn't go if he was going to pull one of those pranks he's famous for because it's a public place and I did not want to be publicly humiliated. He swore on his mom on the Bible, promised me, and brought two witnesses. Wrote an agreement stating he'd pay cash money if he pulled a prank. I believed him and said that I'd go. I had to cancel with my parents who wanted to celebrate at their house. The day of my birthday, I got a text from one of his friend's wives telling me she heard him tell her husband about the prank he was going to pull on me at the restaurant. 
I was stunned as she detailed what the plan was going to be. I felt so upset and anxious. He already went ahead and got to the restaurant to make sure all was set. I ended up deciding to not go. He started calling, then texting, asking where I was and saying the party was going to start without me. I turned my phone off and went to my parents' house and had a small party there. I went home at 7 p.m. and found my husband there fuming at me. He lashed out asking why in hell did I not show up to the party after he put money, time, and effort in it. I told him why and he called his friend's wife a liar and reminded me of all the promises he made and accused me of not trusting his word. I said I couldn't take the chance and risk having him basically ruin another birthday of mine. We had a huge argument, then he started giving the cold shoulder while pointing out how I embarrassed him and wasted his time and money by not showing up. OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they might be the asshole. I might be the asshole for abandoning the whole party and not showing up after he put a lot of effort to celebrate my birthday. See, that's not celebrating her birthday. Yeah, not the asshole. Like, not that's what asshole. I'm at. You're not the asshole. I... Okay. Because, I don't know. I have very specific things I like to do on my birthday. Watch TV. Drink coffee. Enjoy good food. Be left the hell alone. Not have to make decisions that day. Escape my life for the day. Any of those work really well. Mm -hmm. You've yet to try to plan a birthday party. Nope. We don't do nope. birthday parties. Nope. nope, nope, nope. Not doing that. Um, I, I tend to just plan July 4th events for my birthday. Thank you very much. I enjoy not having you know insurance claims, property damage, or emergency room visits. Because that seems to be how my birthdays go. <laughs> it's like, mm -mm, no, I, I don't have birthdays. Right. I have many July 4th celebrations. Mm -hmm. No birthdays. Right. Um, that's how I work. Um, and it was cute. You did try. Mm -hmm. You did try. Like, because I told you this. And you did try one time. And you went, oh, my God. We're never doing that again. Got you now. Fully understand. I thought you were being a little over the top with it, but I, I get it now. I totally understand. I am so sorry. All right. And we've never done that again. <laughs> I don't think we've really done anything else. Um, like, I didn't even do the part. I haven't even done a party for you. No, I, like, you didn't, like, you didn't plan a surprise party. Yeah. But you tried to actually celebrate my birthday on my birthday, and it was a shit show of a day. Yeah. I it was agree. like, if it could go wrong, it went wrong, and it went wrong. Right. Um, and that was when you were like, okay, got it, see it, understand it. <laughs> okay, I thought, okay, never doing that again, got it. Right. And it's like, yeah, I celebrate July 4th. Mm-hmm. We don't say mm -hmm. the B word. Right. Um, because every flipping time. Right. But she went to the birthday party she wanted, which was with her family. Well, yeah. And I think more importantly, like, 
I I don't think she should have canceled the plans regardless of what he said. I think she should have told him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Look, you you fucked up too many birthdays. You don't listen. I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. You're and you're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna have to. Say, I don't trust you. That's a big relationship problem. So she's not an asshole. She does, however, need relationship therapy yesterday. Well, I don't know. Like, here's my thing, though, is can it be a situation where you don't trust your partner about one very outlined specific thing, Mm -hmm. but you're good the rest of the time? Like, you trust them to be there. You trust them not to screw up your finances. You trust them in all these other areas. Right. But when it comes to your birthday, Mm -hmm. fuck no, hands off, don't touch, nope. Nope, nope. Do not trust you as far as I can throw you. You will do the following. I know this. Mm-hmm. Right. I think you can still have a decent relationship and have this one thing that's just like, nope, don't trust you. Don't trust you a single damn bit. Mm-mm, no, no, sir. Right. No, ma'am. Not happening. Mm-mm. All right, so some comments we got to catch up on here because they just popped through on my side. Um, don't those guys know that there's no woman there because their papa said they aren't allowed no boyfriends that aren't from the family? Ooh. Well, there is that. Yeah. And Brenda says, I hate those public cake slash singing XLs in public restaurants. I do not want to be in spotlight. So embarrassed over a stripper gram sent to my work. <laughs> Now, Brenda, if the stripper game was sent to your home, would you have felt differently? Ooh, I like. I think anyone could be okay with a stripper game sent to their home, depending upon where they lived and how nosy their neighbors were. And even then, probably still be like, okay, fine, this was right. Don't do that again, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, don't answer that. It's a trap. <laughs> oh. Okay. Lewis Suss. Um, anywho, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, I, and we've, I think, talked about this before, is my poor mother. Dad, I don't even think it was intentional. I really don't. I don't think it was intentional. Maybe. Or it was one of those things, it would have been cute, but for like the, I think I was like nine or ten year old in the room. He got mom there. We were, he was working out of town on a job. Mm-hmm. The company had put him up in, a, in an apartment. We had gone down for the summer. Wait, how did that... Oh, I have said for years that was an anniversary gift. There's no way it was. Oh, no, it was. They had put him up in the apartment. It was, it, it had to have been a birthday. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he got mom a cake. And the, it was, the woman lived at the end of the hall. Was, uh, a, 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 she did cake decorating on the side. As her own little personal business. Mm-hmm. And he went down, talked to her about getting mom a cake, whatever it was, her birthday or anniversary, I don't know which, at this point, because her birthday was in February, there's no way in hell I was out of school. Anyway, whatever it was, got her a cake, 
Um, and, and he had talked to this woman, and the mold of this cake and the cake's name was a Dolly Parton cake. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, it, like, because the cake decorator tried to tell him, you don't want this cake. Mm-hmm. And he was very adamant that mom loved Dolly Parton and she would love this cake. All right. Mom, in fact, did not love this cake. (laughs) Mom hated this cake. All right. With a passion. Because when I say Dolly Parton cake, Mm -hmm. you may be thinking like a bust of Dolly Parton's head done up in fondant with, you know, blonde icing colors Mm -hmm. and you know it's dolly parton no 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 this this was the torso proportionately of dolly parton Uh and so she did this cake and i I, like i i because mom opened it Mm -hmm. because she didn't know better dad hadn't even looked at it He didn't know better. So she rips the lid off this cake, all excited because he got her a cake, and then slams it shut as the the mental awareness comes in that this is the naked torso of Dolly Parton with nipples and pubic hair. (laughs) In in all its glory. See, this is what happens, and I, 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 I just think it's a family character at this point. <laughs> okay. When you do not pay attention to details. No, no, no. <laughs> not in that regard, no. No. Like, Dad, I mean, Dad was so proud of himself. Like, I, I mean, if any man had ever won an award for being the laziest husband ever. My father could have gotten it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, when it came, like, if we're talking about, like, birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Dad. Really, like, that bar was so low, ants couldn't have limboed under it. Okay. So just micro-penises got it. Well, like, I mean, he was bad. Yeah. For, like, even if he made the effort, it was usually bad in some way. Right. But this one was the one, and, and it was so weird watching Mom, like, she, humiliated, embarrassed. hmm While simultaneously finding it hilarious. Right. And just having this duality go on that, like, she's laughing so hard she's crying. Mm-hmm. While simultaneously being so pissed off, she's crying. Right. And she, like, it's an internal struggle for her mm-hmm. as to which one she wants to do first. Right. Because part of her finds it funny. The adult side of her finds it hilarious. Right. Because she knows what happened. Like, right. it was obvious what happened. His dad had no clue. Because the look across dad's face was, oh my God. Mm hmm. Okay, meanwhile, you know, so she's having the one moment and then simultaneously having the other moment. Right. Which is, oh my God, I just opened that in front of my child. Right. Like, mm, 
Yeah. 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 I think that was the last time Dad ever tried to to do anything mm -hmm. like a cake. Right. I think it was the first, last, and only time. Right. Like, I'm just like, yeah. Meanwhile, my last attempt at getting her a birthday cake is right. I decided to um, do do a sheet pan cake. Because mm -hmm. I, I was young and bad at baking. Right. And uh, I thought, well, at least I can manage this. And um, I, I did not know one very important, crucial thing. Mm -hmm. Is there's a certain age that, that a human being reaches where mm -hmm. you no longer put the number of candles of their age on their cake, mm -hmm. or it's a fire hazard. Right. Uh, I do believe Mom's was uh, fifty six or fifty seven mm -hmm. candles. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. It was, let me tell you, they quickly, like, started to morph together as one giant flame. Uh-huh. Like, black smoke was rolling off the candles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you don't do that. All right. So, something that we needed to call, we need to contact Sebastian over. Um, there needs to be a new member added to the <laughs> keyboards. And here's why. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. I saw this, and when I saw it, I about spit coffee on my phone. We need to upgrade, upgrade the policy. This is just fucking adorable and cute. Oh, the polyamorous cesspool. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, I love this artwork. I was the first one to comment on the video. But definitely. And meanwhile, I thought you were just getting ready to out me. No. Because I caused, like, I'll go ahead and tell on myself, it was kind of fun. And I think I've been forgiven at this point. Dottie, if you're watching, you can inform the audience whether or not I'm forgiven for this one. So Dottie asked a question earlier today in, in one of our backhouse uh, communication chats. And what I thought I read was, how do you tell someone they're the asshole without actually telling them they're an asshole? And I don't know, I had too many cups of tea today or something. And I just lit in to, to like, I turned that corporate in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. And so, I, and I'm pulling it up so I can verbatim quote myself. Yeah, well, I've got a quick response to it. There's a Reddit for that subject. There is, there is. Um, that would have been a good response to, like, good answer, good answer. But no, what I said was, um, and I'm having to scroll. There was a lot of conversation. Okay, um, I said, you may want to reevaluate your role in this situation as it may have contributed significantly to it. And I went about my merry day. 
and then what what one of our West Virginia psychics messaged me and goes, I don't even want to know what she did to you. But damn! <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, I read that and just about spit my coffee out because I was like, I don't know who or how. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, you need to go reread that. It sounds like you called her an asshole. And I went and I reread it and I was like, well, I still don't quite see it, but oh my God, I didn't mean to. So yeah, I sent my apologies earlier. I was like, I was responding to the thing you said of how these, but that wasn't quite what she said. It's what I read, but it wasn't what she said. So Dottie Public, uh, I I just went ahead and outed myself for that one. That was, yeah. So, according to Brenda, Joe, you reply, there we are, then twat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably the best. Best way to describe that, yeah. All right. Okay, so Devin's got a question. We're going to take that right after we do the poly thing, the poly, you know, the poly relationship advice. Ooh, this is a short one. You don't have a long wait. No. Polyamorous people, what in your home would make spending time with partners easier? As a person interested in architecture, currently in a polyamorous relationship, I'm wondering what others have or want that would make spending time with partners in different kinds of relationships easier. Do lots of people struggle with this? Yes. <laughs> I don't think there's good poly housing. Like, I, have you? Well, there is. There is. There is a few homes out there. I have a one that is, you know, I am, I am going to build one day. <laughs> is but, that the one I sketched up? Yes. Oh, yes. Cool. Yes. Um, that one is on the drawing board and the savings account board and everywhere else board because that's what I want. Um, but no, I was thinking about the normal house and things that make, that would make our lives a lot easier. Mm -hmm. I think the joint bathroom does wonderful for a hinge relationship. Um, the guest bedroom on the other side of the house. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the suites. Yeah. Like just like taking private space and sweeting it off. Yes. But it's like there's the house mm -hmm. and then there's the rest. Yes. And like there's office space and there's all this on one side, like office space, bedrooms, personal spaces on one side. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the house, the which is like, the, yeah, the kitchen, the living room, mm -hmm. like a guest bedroom, mm -hmm. you know, a third bathroom. Yeah, because I'm not dumb. There's, there's like in that personal space, there are two bathrooms. Yes, because I'm not dumb. If I've learned nothing else, nothing else, two or more people cannot live in a house with one bathroom. You can be single and live in a space with one bathroom. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. If there are two more people, you need two or more bathrooms. 
Well, I'm going to say this, honey. When we redo the bathroom, that sink is getting removed. I don't know how I'll let you talk me into it. <laughs> what? It was the best way we could create more space in there. I don't know what you're going to do if you take the sink out. I know what I'm going to do. I want to put shelves up. What? Shelves up the wall and a lovely 48-inch sink that has space for me to set my damn lipstick on. Are you going to knock the wall out, you know, four foot onto the porch? Because that's the only that's way you're getting... That's a strong possibility. That's the only way you're getting a four foot wide sink in there. We barely got a 30 inch one in there. No, that is 22 inches. Oh, is it? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. <sighs> It's a little baby sink, but it gave us so much space to put everything else. Uh-huh. They could have been done with shelving. Well, yes, and I told you that, and that's not how the shelving was supposed to have been. Uh -huh. I got part of what I wanted, not the rest of it. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be more, and there's supposed to be doors. Mm-hmm. Well, again... That is like A1 on the replacement list because I have no, like, literally, it's just ridiculous. But no, ba more bathrooms, larger bed space, bigger closets, or just a joint closet. A fucking joint closet would make our life so much easier. No. Yeah. Now, I, see, I'm not big on the joint closet. I'm cool with a walkthrough closet that's well divided. Mm hmm Like, I can be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I can be cool with like the, the walkthrough room thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I like, yeah, no, I don't know that I want the big ginorma closet, mm -hmm. like the everyone closet. Well, that way we can just have sizes from 28 all mm -hmm. the way to 57. Oh my God. How bad would that be? How bad would that be though? Oh, like, at it. that point, we would just have to go commercial and order the little tags uh -huh. and put them on the rod. Yes. <laughs> like, 1X, 2X, 3X. <laughs> Laundry sorting would be done quick and easy. Oh, my goodness. Because this is what happens when one person does the clothes shopping. And another person does the laundry. Yeah. Because I, like, I, and I struggle with this every time, because we do the bulk laundry, and there are now four people in this house. It's a lot of bulk laundry. Um, and some things, it's kind of easy, and it's like, well, obviously not, you know, like, I know whose that is. Right. And then there's the other parts where I'm just like, May the odds be forever in your favor. I'm throwing it in one of these damn bins, and y'all sort it out when you when you figure it out. Uh huh. Like, cause I ain't got a damn clue. It could be anyone's. Well, especially with commonality things like t-shirts. Cause I'm sorry if I find a t-shirt sell one x, two x, three x, all in the same color, all in the same color. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have to stand there folding laundry, going. All right, that's his. That one's mine. <laughs> uh huh. But even with that, the, like the sizing isn't a clear indicator. Like yeah. we have two X's that are barely a large. Right. And we have two X's that are like practically a tent. Uh huh. 
on anyone. Right. Like, they're humongously large. Right. And it's like... Well, then that's why I normally buy by brands. Like, I wear George, because George is cut for my body type. You wear normally either athletics or... um, I'm a big fan of Gildan. They're they've they're Gild, and then yeah. Invisible is Fruit of Balloon. He has been Fruit of Balloon since day one. Like they cut yeah. clothes for him. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, no, I I mean like, it, but it is one of those things. It, it's just oh. yeah. And then you know this winter, your job gets a lot easier because I go into my uniforms. Uh, you think my job gets easier. Guys, let me explain to you my job. My job includes the fact that I, I, I'm lucky, and I'll just out myself on this one. I'm lucky if I manage one shower a day. So one change of clothes. So at most, I have seven outfits in that basket if I'm going once a week. However many days since the last time I did laundry... I'm lucky if there's that many days worth of clothing in there. Okay. Our Vegas showgirl in residence over here, (laughs) who apparently like needs George Mackey to come in and Velcro some shit, goes through 18 wardrobe changes an hour. I do not. And there are like... 40 shirts, 23 pairs of pants, 14 pairs of shorts, and you don't even want to know the underwear situation. You just don't even want to know. that. Like That's complicated. Like, that requires math. <laughs> and I'm just standing there, and, it, like, he bought these, like, what are they, 17-gallon tubs? Yes. He overflows one of those with clean laundry. Like, he sometimes needs a second, like, one to put the overflow in. I'm over here lucky if my stack of laundry is this big. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Right, but that's in the summer when I have house clothes, I have yard clothes, I have gym clothes, I have out clothes. See, he admits it. Yeah. (laughs) But in the winter, I have what I call my basic uniform, which are tight workout pants and t-shirts. Yeah, but then you add on, like, the sweats and the, the yeah. Yeah. And see, the, the thing with that is, though, is those are bulkier items. So mm-hmm. that's, like, at least, at least one more washer and dryer load. Uh-huh. Like, so, because I've noticed that in the winter, it, it is usually six to seven. Mm-hmm. In the summer, it is five to six. Mm-hmm. Depending. Like, this is all, like, how many days has it been, mm-hmm. you know, since my last confession at the laundromat? <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Winnie Begrade is coming back. Y'all guys will start seeing them very soon. As mm-hmm. temperatures drop down, especially since, like, tonight we're supposed to get a, a freeze warning. So, yes, the hoodie parade will be on. No, he has two. He has two hoodies, and good luck. It is like trying to get, uh, uh, what is it, Schroeder's blanket from him? From Peanuts? No, I have four, thank you. Uh, you have two you don't wear. 
And then you have two you do. Uh-huh. One of them is fluorescent yellow, and he'll wear it with anything. He'll wear it on a date. Yeah, he would wear it to a job interview. He would wear it to a funeral. He would wear it anywhere. Uh-huh. And it's good luck. It's his security blanket. You can't get it away from him. It is the softest fucking hoodie I've ever felt. <laughs> I bought it on a whim at a Dollar General because I needed something to stand out at Beltane. <laughs> uh-huh. So that people could see where I was because it was my first year of single-handedly running the event. I'll tell you now, if he ever goes hiking and gets lost, that's what they're going to find him with. Mm-hmm. Like, they will spot that damn thing from a helicopter. The International Space Station will be like, he's right there! <laughs> and it's highlighter yellow. Yeah. Uh, uh... No, 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 no. Highlighter yellow is nowhere near as bright as that thing is. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you get that out in full daylight, and it just... That's all right. I plan on at least picking up four or five more. (laughs) In in fluorescent yellow? No. (laughs) I'm going to be getting more active... We have to clean out my winter closet. Um... And I've got to get more active tra- uh, track outfits, which I love the active track outfits. They're comfortable um, mm-hmm. for winter, which I used to not like them. Like, I hated a track outfit. Now I'm loving the new yeah. cuts of them. Yes, after you stole mine. Well, yeah. you stole the jacket to mine. Now, now that's the other one he wears, is yeah. the stolen one. Yes. That he swears, swore for the longest time. He finally relented and said, okay, fine, sure. But he swore for the longest time, no, I just have one exactly like it. It's mine. Darling, mm-hmm. you know what they say when you get into a relationship. <laughs> Uh-huh. I know what you say when you get in a relationship. Everything of mine is mine, and everything of yours is mine, and everything of... <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Yeah, it's day-glow yellow. It is very day-glow yellow. It is... Woo! Well, if you... It's... Don't get me wrong. It's cute in a way, but it is like trying to pry a security blanket. Like, I have to sleep. <laughs> he has exactly one time handed it to me to be washed. And this is after like the cat knocked it off a chair. And I don't know what the hell she did to it. Like it wasn't like she got sick or or peed on it or anything like that. But she managed to completely fur coat it. Uh-huh. Like, there was not a square inch of it that was not covered. Uh-huh. I don't want to steal his hoodies. No. No, none of them are flattering to me, and all of them are a size too small. Mm-hmm. Ugh. This is why everything... Uh, like, the only thing I get to keep are shoes of mine. He tried that one time, and that was a fail. That was a fail. That was a horrible fail. Well, not only that, but the shoes you buy are difficult. Uh-uh, you liked my shoes. You got all excited. And then no. you tried one on. 
the one the shoes that I do like of yours are not the fancy shoes. I know. Because you bu- you buy he buys dress shoes with no heel, ladies. No heel. Cool. Ballet slipper dress shoes. Ballet loafers, thank you very much. Yes. It's like where is the heels? No, I like. Sorry, I haven't worn a heel dress shoe in so many years. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I will say, like, if anyone didn't know, I was gay in high school. Like, I go back to my sister's quote of like the sweater vests and the penny loafers really should have clued y'all in. Uh huh. Because I did, I did, I did. I did high school, junior high. Hell, I think it was the end of elementary school. I started with penny loafers. Like I did. I went through a lot of penny loafers. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, woodblock heel, leather sole, the whole the works. These were not like pay less penny loafers. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Shannon said he said he didn't need his booty pop. Please, I need all my booty needs all the help it can get. A good three inch show will fix that booty situation. <laughs> no, yes, oh no, this will end horribly. Oh, <laughs> Brenda's ex was horrified that I was like, No, no sweater vest, just now. <laughs> I can't, I can, yeah, sometimes they really can kill your lower back. Mm-hmm. Like, but now I was doing like a, a penny loafer, probably with about a three quarter to one inch heel, mm-hmm. maybe an inch and a quarter there for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Like I had one pair that, that, that was a thick heel on those. Mm-hmm. Um, at least it started that way. Like God knows I'm, I can move. I really could. I could move better. And See, fast. And I know, um, Shannon says kills your lower back. Not me. My back is hurting. I go for my high heels, and my back stops hurting. When we've had, when I've had the worst back pain, is when I put on the five inch um, block, well, five inch heel, and my back will settle itself right down. Mm-hmm. I think the worst moment I had with the penny loafers, though, and it was actually the last moment with penny loafers. I, <laughs> reasons Asen and I should have met earlier. Um, I was dumb and had this wonderful, wonderful pair that I wore until they basically collapsed. And when I say that, I mean, I wore that heel down so bad. The nails actually that, that were holding it. Yeah. The nails actually drove up through Mm-hmm. the um footbed right. and like started pressing into my heel mm-hmm. my physical heel mm-hmm. of me and um so i threw them out i should have took you to the cobbler uh-huh like there were a few people that were angry about that one they're like you could have had them resold and i was like what like Joe at eighteen, Joe at seventeen, probably. Right. But yeah, right, so like, let's what? get Devin's question, and then I've got some conversation on heels okay. to go into. Okay. So let's see. I gotta go find Devin's question. Sorry. All right. So Devin three twenty six seventy eight wondered if I will get the job I'm bidding for. 
All right. So in the past, there's been a lot of change up, a lot of switch. You've had to take on things that you were holding on too much of. Right now, we have good news. You're worrying too much. But you also have the Empress here showing that, you know, you're giving birth to new ideas and taking things on right. Moving ahead, we have the Sun card. So, yes, you'll get the job you're bidding on. But, unfortunately, it also comes with a choice of two different paths. My recommendation, Sarah, is to look at what it's worth. What's it actually going to cost you? And take the one that is better for you. So, will you get the job you're bidding on? Yes, you'll get both of them. Okay. Oh, Shannon is just on both sides of this one. Um, so first she says, my gym teacher brought in some six inch heels and said, if anyone could do jumping jacks in them, they didn't have to do class the rest of the month. I rocked mm -hmm. that challenge. But at the same time, my husband stole my favorite combat boots when they fell apart and carried me to a store to get new shoes because he got tired of me wearing duct taped boots. I hate shoe shopping. It's okay. So if you're going to buy heels, there are some rules. Mm -hmm. One, you buy the heel for the prettiness and the comfortability. Then you take them to the cobbler and you have titanium rods put into the heels. It'll give you more stability. And, and then every six months, those heels go to the cobbler to get checked. They will last you forever. Yes, you do, Shannon. You walk in heels very gorgeously. Of course, you got to watch out. You actually can get stuck that way. Yeah. Like, I actually knew a woman who did. She okay. wore, like, a four-inch heel to work every single day for decades. Mm -hmm. And then as she got older, there, there kind of became this moment of, like, honey, when you giving up the heels? Because, mm -hmm. like, she was, you know, like, she had fallen a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I literally can't. Right. She's like, my Achilles tendon is so short. Mm -hmm. And it will not stretch back down. Mm -hmm. From all the decades that I yep. lived in my heels. Right. So she was 80 some years old, rocking a pair of four inch heels because she couldn't go any lower. Mm -hmm. Like her foot would not bend back. Right. It was like, oh, no one tells you that. No one tells you that. Mm -hmm. Like, that. be careful. Like, my feet go naturally to a three and a half inch heel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Shannon has the same problem. Yep. Yep. Short tendons and never stretched enough to have flat feet. Mm -hmm. So get you some nice heels, invest in good heels, good shoes. We'll take you all the way through. Make sure you get them cobbled. Do not sit there and wear heels that have not had the rods properly put in and the heel properly attached. If the heel is wobbly, they go in the pile to go to the cobbler. Well, unless you're going for the intentional uh, Marilyn Monroe look. Well, wasn't it that she took like a half inch off of one heel on all of her shoes so that she had the no way no no oh, okay I thought that's what she did like I've heard the rumor at least yeah she had heels made for her though 
Ah. I paid three. Shannon says I paid three hundred dollars for my boots, good price. Two hundred fifty for my stickers, and I took them to the specialist to get them resold. Yes, you can literally. There is a lady I know. She has a pair of heels that she has had for forty years. She takes them in religiously. She gets six chicks. She has six inch spiked heels, and they do her lovely. And she can do everything she wants in them. True. Run, climb ladders, kick me across the face. <laughs> Whatever she needs to do in a given day. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. So I think this has been a fun show. Mm -hmm. And interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to take a moment and thank our Patreons. Uh, if you missed our meeting, your meeting is posted. Um, nice. And also exclusive Patreon content. I'm going to start doing that. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. We have a new comment. No, um, we do not. No, we have a recycled comment. All right. So into the bin that goes. And of course, we want to thank Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Ashley Guest, Shannon C, Shannon D, Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Dottie DeSyke, Tracy Van, Donna White. And the Laughing Tree Grove. We want to thank you guys for your support. Apparently, Joe got disconnected. And with that, he's coming back. Hi, honey. Would you get back up here in your seat? Okay. I don't know what happened there. I just got an, an error occurred message. Well, yes. We've had a few errors occur. <laughs> I <was> like, bye, Joe! <laughs> Fine, fine. No one wants me here. <laughs> get your ass back up here before I get the flogger. All right, fine. Uh, um, if you'd like to support the shows that we are doing, please visit pcspnetwork.com. We will be back with Psychic Plans on Sunday at 8 p.m. and you get to see how I plan my world. Um, and, you know, see how your week's going to go and all that fun stuff. And what else is it? Oh, yes. Remember, I am having a 30-30 special. 30 minutes for $30. You got to remember to use code SPOOKY. Yes. Capitalized. No, I don't think it has to be, does it? Yes. Really? Yes. The code won't work if it's lowercase? If it's lowercase, it will not work. I could screw with y'all so much when I set up your coupon code. Yeah, that's why I set up my own coupon codes and they go to the beyond and don't get done. Oh, we try to get there. Uh -huh. I know. Yeah, I'm just giving you shit. All right, guys, you have a wonderful Friday night. Come enjoy a drink, take a chill, have a good cup of coffee. We'll see you Sunday. Good night, y'all. Good night. <laughs>